Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mrs. G's Storytime. We are reading The Rainbow Garden by Patricia Sanjan with permission of Moody Publishing Company. And we are reading Chapter 11, Easter Sunday Morning. It certainly did seem as though life had started again. When I woke up the next morning, I knew that I had left my dark secret behind me forever, and I was never going to be alone again. I belonged to Jesus, and I would have fullness of joy if I kept close to him. That was what Mr. Owen had said to me, and now everything seemed brighter and more beautiful. Peter was sorry for making me unhappy, but couldn't show it. He was very excited about trying to catch the burglar and very envious that I had to go to the police station to describe the man I'd seen. My great joy those holidays was morning time with Janet when we read the Bible together and chose a special verse for the day. It was fun, and I realized how important it was to spend time with Jesus. The first Sunday after that never-to-be-forgotten day, Mr. Owen called me into his study just before church and gave me a parcel. I unwrapped it with excitement and found a beautiful navy blue leather Bible with gold-edged pages and pictures, and inside on the front page was written, Elaine Nelson, you will show me the path of life, and in your presence is fullness of joy. I loved my Bible more than anything else I possessed, although I didn't know much about it yet. But in church, we read little books that explained the passages, and Janet helped, too. Some mornings, we ran out into the garden and sat under the apple trees or or went out in the meadows. But on Easter Sunday, we awoke very early and set off to Bluebell Woods. There was a carpet of blue all around us, and the air was heavy with the scent of bluebells. I don't remember coming here before, said Janet, stopping suddenly and looking about her wonderingly. I don't think anyone comes here. Oh, look, there's a place with the sun shining through. Come quick, Elaine, let's go there. We sat in the middle of the clearing, looking about us. Birds were singing at the top of their voices. Of course, said Janet, it's Easter morning and this is our church. Let's read here, Elaine. Let's read that that bit Daddy once read about white robes. It was somewhere in Revelation. We searched eagerly and Janet found it fairly quickly and read the verses. I didn't know what they meant, but I loved the sound of them. What does it mean, I asked. I think it means you have to be very clean inside to walk with Jesus, replied Janet. I think it means we shouldn't join in when people get together on the playground at school and talk about horrible things and whisper and giggle. Pete says the boys are worse than the the girls. I knew what she meant, for I had often been keen to listen myself. I think the part about keeping your clothes clean means refusing to listen and going away when they start, said Janet firmly. I did it once and they laughed and said I was stupid and all that I was afraid not to join in. And from from now on, Elaine, let's show them that we don't like it because actually I think quite a lot of girls don't. If we started, they might copy us. In any case, we'd have each other. Let's write down that verse today. They shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. We copied the verse very carefully into our little notebooks, our heads bent low, feeling the warm sunshine on our hair. And then we got up to go, feeling sad to leave our little chapel. Suddenly we heard a cuckoo. First one I've heard, said Janet, and she's early too. Come on, we better run. I ought to be helping Mummy. She sped off through the woods, jumping over the gate out into the open meadow, and I followed not far behind. 
for I was as much better runner than I used to be. The sun was quite high, and in the meadows all the butterfields and daisies had opened their faces to the sun. Just at that moment it seemed almost impossible that there could be anything ugly or unclean in such a bright world. We got home to find the family in the midst of the usual Sunday commotion of getting into their best Sunday clothes. Robin was coming to church, too, as a treat, because it was Easter Sunday. He was under the table, very quietly dressing Jumbo in his best clothes. Breakfast was great fun, since the Easter rabbit had hidden hard-boiled eggs all over the garden. It took a long time to find them, and when we came in, our shoes were wet with dew, our heads, our hair windswept and untidy. After breakfast, we all set off across the meadows with Bowden, for Mrs. Owen was staying at home with baby Lucy. The church was overflowing with people, full of Easter flowers, daffodils, tulips, white blossoms, and the choir and the congregation rose to their feet and sang victorious, Jesus is risen today, hallelujah. I glanced along our pew, and Robin had managed to smuggle Jumbo into church, and he was beating time with its trunk. Mr. Owen told the story of the resurrection and how the angel of the Lord in clothes as white as snow came down and opened the tomb. And I thought of Jesus coming out in shining robes to match the angel, to walk close to him in the path of life, sharing his fullness of joy. You would need to be very clean, too. Janet was right. Nothing dirty or bad could stay near that pure light. We got up again to sing the second hymn. Peter, who was in the choir, had a solo part in this one, and his voice, clear and unbroken, seemed to soar right through the roof. Mr. Owen glanced at Robin, and a strange look came over his face. Robin, seeing his dad, had scrambled up on the seat behind Bloden, holding Jumbo high above the heads of the congregation. He wiggled the elephant's little gray trunk joyfully at his father. And tomorrow we'll read chapter five, 12. Philippa comes home. I love you. I'm praying for you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.